Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week that makes it in its title podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. That's all three I- of us. And Shelby. We're here. And Shelby. What up, y'all? Hello. Nothing much. Just, you know, polished off a Pop-Tart for energy. So if I'm I'm rolling on this, it's because I'm full of brown sugar. (laughs) Podcast fuel. Delicious Shelby's trying to wake us up. (laughs) We were just complaining about how tired we are. That was what that bugle was. That's the podcast bugle. Announcing that it's time to podcast. Do you think have anyone ever just killed their rooster when it woke them up? I think I would last like four days and I would shoot that thing dead. I would pop that. You don't even get eggs out of it. Get it out of here. Yeah, it's waking me up. What's the point? No. Get out of here. Yelling, screaming. There's no snooze button. You t- If you hit it, it's going to get louder. That's bad design. I feel design. like there's a reason. I feel like there's a reason you need roosters around. Even like... Like, if you have hens, I feel like you need a rooster for some reason. Like, the rooster just being around makes them lay eggs or something. Yeah, maybe it's that. They're trying I mean, to impress it, him. You're oh d- he's definitely not allowed to <laughs> fuck, though, because then, then, the no. then the eggs have babies in them, which is a big problem. No, isn't that literally what a cuck is? I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Cuck is from cuckoos. Cuckoos, despite oh, okay. their fun little clock, uh, uh, cuckoos are pretty <laughs> fucked up, man. They uh, they take over nests. They like they hide. Do they their... fuck each other's husbands and wives? Yeah, they, they sit in they sit in a chair. And they, uh... <laughs> they watch other I, birds through me. the slats in a closet. A a castrated rooster is a capon. That's what I was thinking of. Mm. That Not sounds like something I would take off of a pasta I got. I'd be like, no capons, please. Don't get those. <laughs> um, Roosters uh, show that you are indeed on a farm. <laughs> that the, is true. They are the indicator <laughs> of farm. Um, cuckoos. <laughs> they are the indicator of farm or uh, certain neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We uh, definitely had them. My neighbors had them when I lived in Austin. Yeah. Uh, they, not uh, the most fun. So cuckoos, it's actually pretty cool. Um so they are like, they're like the deadbeat. They lay their eggs. They can like disguise their eggs. They lay their eggs in other birds' nests. And then ah. their their eggs hatch before the other birds' eggs do. And then the new hatched baby cuckoo pushes all the other eggs out of the nest, <laughs> kills all the other <laughs> real kids. And then to the new bird mom or dad is like, I'm your baby now. It's like a changeling. It's they're changelings. Yeah. They're flying changelings. They just like a little a little baby bird just hatching and then being like and stretching <laughs> and all the other eggs go flying out of the nest. Just like did <laughs> I do that? Need yeah. a little room here. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's also, interesting that that's where cuck comes from because like that's not the. That's like the like mirror image kind of almost. You know what I mean? It's like the yeah. resulting. It's the resulting pro- product of that, but it's not really. That's not what they do. Yeah, you know, it's not raising. I think maybe it's like. I think it comes from the back when we like actually thought of sex as like a, a means to procreation. So it was like, sure, you're sure. a cuck because you're raising somebody else's kid. Right. Um, yeah. You know, somebody came and left there, and then people egg, invented and a, an elaborate. <laughs> 
<laughs> then people invented an elaborate ritual around it. Yeah, and then people got really you know. horny thinking about it, and they were like, mm, <laughs> let's make videos about this. Um, pretty That's, good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Capon. Check it out. It's a castrated yes, rooster. This <laughs> was back when people were saying when, like, if you said someone was a bastard, they would, like, have to kill you or have you kill them. You know yes. what I mean? It was like... Right, because like, that's... I mean, if you're a bastard and your parents are cucks, that means you, like, won the bastard game, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, you tricked them into raising you. Yeah. That's, like, ultimate changeling shit. And probably that's in pretty, pretty good. good, you know, surroundings, too. That's also, I, I think Bastard Sword is such, A, very cool, and B, like, a, a delightful little turn of phrase to use. Because it's like a baby between a short sword and a long sword or whatever. You can use one and a half hands on it. Very nice. Is that what that means? I've never heard that term before. Yeah, Bastard Sword is, you can either use it two-handed or one-handed. And then they made that really sexual for some reason. But, you know. Hey, we're going. We're hitting yeah, all no... my information real yeah, quick. Yeah, we're really <laughs> we're like, a lot of stuff is lining facts. up for you to dump your <laughs> <laughs> medieval weapons and phrases. This is my god. <laughs> Set them up, knock them down. We did talk about that last week when you were gone, Patty. Is um, we did we determined Eli does not think about the Roman Empire very much, but he does think about medieval weapons all the time. Sure. I think about them. I was thinking about it. I didn't know how to. So I was like, we're talking like, you're like, dude, you think about the Roman Empire a lot. And I was thinking about how in my YouTube history, like from the last couple days is a video of how to use a Balearic sling, which is like the oldest sling where it's just a rope and a rock. And it's this weird English guy who's like just slinging shit, just slinging rocks. I mean, I feel like I feel like that tracks with the joke you were talking about where you were like. If I were born in another time, my job would be like ogre who defends the town. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you would use a sling doing that. No sling, were... sling famously what kills the big guy. That would be my greatest. Mm, I, yeah, weakness. no, you're right. <laughs> I would well, you gotta have... learn about it because that's <laughs> a little guy heave hose a little you know ballistic at you all the way up to your to your head way above the little guy and uh, yeah. it's all over for you. It's I'm done for. Yeah, yeah that's you like you, you would be the guy who uh, who pushes the catapult. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. That's that's basically <laughs> I said like I'm 6'5" 250 pounds and <laughs> like bat blind. I said my job would be monster and uh, my best outcome would be having my hands replaced with blades and being someone's final opponent. Like, yeah. <laughs> slap yeah. a helmet on you so they can't take you down with arrows right away and yeah. get you to push that catapult closer to the wall. That's yeah. that's that's the goal. Some some little guy is getting me in just an absolute glory kill. Just a real fucking yeah. slow-mo situation, dude. He's going climbing up me like a jungle gym and you know twisting me all around. <laughs> yeah, he's he's getting on your back and you're like you can't figure out where he is. Yeah, so yeah. you're just like spinning in a circle. Wah, he's wah, fucking, wah. Yeah, he's yeah, ratatouilleing yeah, yeah. my ass around the village and <laughs> smashing all the good stuff. Yeah, the, the, the Roman Empire thing. Not to not to relitigate this, obviously, because I wasn't here. It was on the bonus, so we can yeah, unveil. No, but it just for, like uh, what? Like I, I don't understand. I, I that's one that I there's you know every so often there's a thing I just don't understand why it takes off and it's like a whole thing. I was like, I was bitching about it. Don't worry. Okay. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I I'm also not, thought it was look, annoying. man. I'm not thinking. About, I'm thinking about lunch. All right. I'm thinking about Friday. <laughs> you know. I, what 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 thinking about the Roman Empire? Give me a break. Yes, me. As a man. <laughs> yes, me. It sounds like Patty is. Uh, doomed to repeat some history. He should be sure. thinking about it. 
I think it took off because like the responses people would get were like more specific where, you know, usually be like, do you think about the Roman Empire a lot? And so be like, I don't know, I guess. But it was like all these responses people would post where they sent it to like somebody and then they immediately got like a screenshot of a half finished Spotify podcast about the Roman Empire that they were like in the mm-hmm. middle of. Maybe. Um, yeah. It, it also strikes me as like a tailor-made for like a dumb guy who wants to sound smart to be like oh absolutely i learn all my lessons from marcus aurelius or you know, what I mean? like, you know yeah. or all, all like the, learned... the instagram success business guys or right. you know what i mean all that kind of, all that yeah. kind of people. right i think about the roman empire in the sense that i get all of my uh life lessons from memes with pictures of roman sculptures on them. Yeah. that's that the, counts like... that's i just assume all of that stuff is from ancient rome mm-hmm. you know yeah the, the ones that are like, you know, it's like when she says the siege engines are ready or whatever. Those are good. I like those. <laughs> Just like th- those like are thinking- the ones that aren't fascist. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like yeah. those. It's <laughs> like thinking, thinking the expression, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer is like thinking about the Roman Empire or something. <laughs> exactly. like, How would you open yeah. with this baddie? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Trojan You know, horse. all those statues used to be painted, used to be garishly, brightly painted. Oh, yeah. All those uh, right-wing <laughs> guys valorizing the the pure white. Uh, they don't know what they're talking about. Ancient Romans didn't like that. They liked big, ugly, bright colors. That's yeah. what they're into. Nasty stuff. Um, to be clear, I'm aware would... that was yeah, that was Sun Tzu. I I know that's Sun Tzu. I don't I don't want anyone to be you know like that's the, yeah, that's that the, was joke, the joke is that yeah. you think it's you think it's any any aphorism must it's be Machiavelli. Yeah. Just anything you think is cool was actually Machiavelli, Machiavelli or yeah. Sun Tzu. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a there's like a great tweet that always goes around that's like talking about how like different like NFL players tweet and it's like like offensive lineman tweet great great game love my team and it's like. Wide receiver tweet: The enemy like sneaks slowly and carries a sharp knife. (laughs) (laughs) Just like always, like think that everyone is about to just et tu brutus them or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that is like uh, like you know people always say uh, it's like unfair that people think women are more emotional than men because like anger is an emotion. (laughs) What about wrath? (laughs) Mad all the time. It's like, I feel like that's the way in which men are dramatic is like they're like, like that's the way that like an NFL guy is dramatic. He's Mm -hmm. like constantly trying to root out his haters and it's like, chill out, man, settle down. As Patty said, think about lunch and Friday and not, Not the enemy lurking in the grass. Yeah. Maybe that's why the <laughs> offensive lineman is happy. He gets to have like eight lunches a day. He's like, I'm I'm yeah. happy as fuck. I'm eating a hundred meats, hundred steaks a day <laughs> to keep no. up my I will say yeah. the more the more lunches I have, the happier I am. You know? Like I mean, I haven't tested the limit of that, mm-hmm. but like there generally if I got a, a couple lunches. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah, diminishing returns after a while, <laughs> but like I haven't found them, you know? It's yeah, like lunch eight. It's like okay, <laughs> start, <laughs> starting to have a little difficulty here. <laughs> Just empty bento boxes everywhere. Having gone through. <laughs> this is for all the toastitos. <laughs> I mean, I do remember like. Okay. Oh, do you guys go? Um, I mean, do you have like a like a deli near you that is like has one of the lunch hot bars? Because I remember, no, sadly, I do love those. I went to those when I used to when we I worked near Penn Station. There was one that was pretty extensive, like multiple cuisines available, and I never got it right. Like I was always every day, I'd go in there and be like, "Sesame chicken will feel good." 
in an hour. <laughs> I just have like, like I can't see a buffet and not just go. That like, will be seventy three dollars, please. Yeah, <laughs> man. Those places that make Not you do bad. it by the you get it by the pound and then it's like oh I got like a pound and a half of this because uh, I have no <laughs> <It> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah no that is the bummer of those hot bar places is like you really think about the net weight of what you're shoving mm. in your face because you're just like I'll just try a little bit of this a little bit of this and then you realize you've got like four pounds of stuff in the in the little <laughs> container it's like uh well, all right this is probably not healthy huh yeah all right plus it's just a it's a broken system I know Larry David about her is like. Because everything weighs, you, now you're worried about the density of food, and you're like, right. You got to yeah. think about like what's the biggest, what's the best bang for your buck here. You got to think several different sort of math scales going on. You got to think calorically, what yeah. is the best bang for my buck? Nutritionally, as far as the macros go, and then also how heavy is it? Yeah, like it's, you want uh, a little. You, you got to be a genius to figure out the hot bar. You, you got to be. You have like the numbers floating around you like a beautiful mind figuring out the hot bar. Yeah, they I might mean, have a rule where you have to close the thing though, right? Because what if what if you could just like stack something really high and be like, it's like it's like light and it's like no, it's got to be closed in. That's that's part of it. Also, it's you can't. Part of it. I don't know. It's by weight. Yeah, but it's I think by it's weight. Just by weight. No rules, baby. This is a, a tenuous understanding of gravity. Description of gravity. Sometimes uh, <laughs> they put a rubber band around it. It. <laughs> why? It, why does this fucking robot have such a hard time with the word it? It? <laughs> it is like the most singularly popular pronoun. Like, Get off my pronoun ass! The <laughs> <laughs> it knows ass. You know though. You know who uh, says it as much as they say the word it? People who make AIs because they work in information technology. Yeah, they're making it on break. They're like, you better address me <laughs> correctly. But yeah, I was just, that was my thing with the weight. Cause I was always like, I always wanted a little hummus. And I'm like, if I throw even a fucking spoonful of this thing in here, it's like goddamn it's mortar. It's going to, I have a whole thing of fried chicken instead of one spoonful of hummus. What's that uh, element that you can get the cubes of that's really heavy? Oh shit. Um, cadmium? You know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. I think cadmium gives you cancer, but I might be wrong about Look, that. a lot of them give you cancer, okay? <laughs> There's um, one that you can, like, buy, and it's, like, a really dense... Yeah, Tungsten. Yeah. Tungsten. It's, tungsten, yeah. yeah. Hummus is, like, the tungsten of lunch. Mm -hmm. It's just so, so heavy. Yeah, any sauce is kind so. of a... You're just liquid. It's so a dense. Dip. A dip is, is where you run yeah. into trouble. That's, a that's sauce is okay, but a dip is going to be heavy. See, that's mm -hmm. why you go, you go towards the, like... Uh, puffed cheetos uh tray and you stay mm -hmm. away from the tungsten cube tray that's yes. really what you, you know <laughs> oreos thought, very um, light cookie very light mm, cookie i always felt like olives were a good bang for your buck at that they're like pretty nutritionally dense they have like some fats and proteins some minerals uh but they're they're pretty light unfortunately like olive. they fall into one of my least favorite categories of food which you're very familiar with kath yeah, I'm sorry. It is Gollum food. That's Gollum food. It's good, food. though. <laughs> I like them. Here's my rule. Get them out of here. <laughs> if you can take a food and put it in a box outside your house on Halloween and tell kids a piece of eyes or whatever. Oh, so you don't food. like grapes now? S skinless grapes. I probably would prefer them to keep the skin on. <laughs> Peeled grapes. I mean, that's not anybody food. That's what <laughs> the world's pickiest eater. Hey, can you skin my grapes for me? I feel like olives. I'm allergic to the skins. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like olives and grapes feel the same. I don't think a. a I don't think this rule 
qualifies grapes and disqualifies olives from your It's diet. the wetness, though, and grapes, unless they've just been washed, in which case that's just water, that's perfectly fine, are not as... You don't like the olive, olives olive are, juice. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the swamp water. That's the basis of this whole thing. It's all stored in swamp Whatever. water. It's brine. It's brine. It's all in there like a little olive juice. You scientist too. fetus. Thanks, Shelby. People <laughs> pouring that stuff into their martinis. Whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's nasty to me. I think that's gross. I think martinis are gross. And people you guys, should you, just be honest about <laughs> wanting to drink straight liquor. You shouldn't, be, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be saying to another adult, can I get it at a service industry capacity? Can I make it dirty or what? You know what I mean? like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Have and you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be asking for the dregs of a jar to be poured into anything on purpose. Like, yeah. You know, it almost feels like it's like, hey, tip that uh, bar mat into the edge of there. I, I just like it dirty. I like it a little salty. Um, squeeze, squeeze the rag into my martini. <laughs> Extra dirty. Any rags back there? My martini is not just gray. It needs to be smoke gray or it's not dirty <laughs> enough for me. Um, yeah, martinis are having like a resurgence, which is uh, interesting because now there's just a bunch of people who are shit faced because they don't know how much gin is in it's a martini. All... Yeah, it's uh, I hate the glass, too. I feel like we this has probably come up before. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's pure liquor served on like a balance challenge. So like you're. You're hammered, and then you have to keep your martini in this little glass that, like, mm-hmm. I can barely do that sober. I talk with my hands too much. Like, I'm going to spill that drink. And then you spill a little bit, and it's like, that was, like, $5 of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't like it. I don't like glass. it. If you put it in a rocks my clothes. glass. <laughs> yeah. If you put it in a rocks glass, I might be, I might be interested. They should, everything no should be in a rocks glass. I'm sorry. It really should. It it's really should. just... It's a, a rocks glass or a Collins glass. That's all cocktails should come in one of those. Yeah. It just shouldn't be like a, a slope. That's, you know, the martini <laughs> glass is patently insane. Take away the tradition. That's an, if somebody was taking That's some bananas. sort of glass making class and they made that, you'd be like, this is bad. Like it's going to break. I also, <laughs> I, I don't understand it either because like it diffuses temperature. Like I feel like it doesn't keep drinks cold. If it's like, because there's so much surface area or something. Like, I feel like if you get served a drink in that, it's like instantly room well, temperature. Well, you're, you're not touching to it, right? Because you're the supposed stem. to hold the stem, right? Right. To make it even yeah, more no, un- still unwieldy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, you're not supposed to touch the sides. Which, like, again, what are you asking me to do? I just want to drink. Just hold wanna... holding a martini glass like you hold a solo cup at a frat party, like. <laughs> Hand over the top. <laughs> Hand yeah. over the top. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. So so they can't so they can't slip the thing in and make you chug your beer or mm-hmm. chug your martini. I got martini. Slip the thing in the keg cap. No, the, no, no, the, no. The keg cap. You you never did yeah. that. You're no. Capped. What's this? If they put the keg cap in your drink, you have to chug. You, chug you have it. to chug the beer. Basically, you I can mean, put, if you're whatever at a makes party, people keep an eye on their drinks, because that was not why I was keeping an eye on my drinks. <laughs> that's in fair. That's fair. <laughs> that that aside, I'm saying if you're at a college house party, you could put fucking pretty much any object into a beer and just go, "You got," and you say the name of the object, and then they have to chug it. There's, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, you can tell people. You can make up any game. Um, I squeeze some mop water into your beer. Um, mm. <laughs> we should we should do numbers. We should number five. Number five comes to us from uh, the bussy that time forgot in the Discord. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, they, cobwebs yep. and shit. Uh, I'm just going to read the headline here. It's a delightful. <laughs> it's got cobwebs. <laughs> Puff of dust coming out of there. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, so uh, yeah, so the, this this is a story from uh, the Daily Mail's female section. F e m a i l. I didn't even see that. Oh um, my god. Uh, this is a, I'm a I'm a turf, but for for a female, that's not a woman. Don't call it that. It's to Just yeah to clarify. That, it's British. It, it is spelled F E M A I L, and when of you course. click it, your whole web page turns pink. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. It's nice. Uh, so uh, so this story is uh yeah it's it's uh, I'll just read the headline. My name is Barbie Oppenheimer. Most people think I'm joking about my blockbuster moniker, but it has been a crazy summer. Crazy is in all caps. There. Um, yeah. So oh, is this, this is, a British woman? No, this is no. a lady from uh, Newton, Mass. So no. Okay. She, that, uh, I was going to say that didn't sound like a British name to me, but um, Newton, Mass checks out. It's, you know, uh, this is like one of those stories where it's like, huh. and But it goes on for like 600. You know what I mean? It's, it's like... Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, she's she's apparently distantly related cousins of cousins or something with uh, the Oppenheimer from you know you know Oppenheimer the J Robert Oppenheimer of being Oppenheimer of, of Oppenheimer, <laughs> um, but uh, not not clear whether she's related to Barbie, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know her name is Barbara, and uh, there's the whole there's a whole long thing, and it's you know she's 68 years old. Um, her name was she went by Barbie when she was a kid because everybody wanted to be Barbie, and then she became Barb, um, and uh, and now uh, now this I guess whatever this is that she's you know her name is the I same do think as Barbie the is films. like a I do think Barbie is a cute nickname yeah I like I think it's cute I like I think it. that makes me they should release a Barb that's just an old grizzled Barbie <laughs> jaded by the world. With like a long, like you know, like Virginia Slim Barb, you know? yeah, Barb with a Virginia Slim, <laughs> good, and like her her posture is like slumped, yeah, and you can like she comes with like a bar that you can set her on the edge of, like she's a regular, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Barb's in through. It also helps. I assume this is a picture. Uh, yeah, this is this is her. She looks like exactly like somebody from one of those like ordinary people meme accounts. Oh yes, yeah, like she looks like a clickhole contributor photo. It's like, <laughs> and by, by what you mean, she's just like she's just like a normal lady, like it's yeah. like a, a normal you know, like, yeah. nice lady. Yeah, like but but it is just kind of like, can you believe that? You know, like, yeah, that, that ordinary well, people she, memes is very good. I think the thing about it that makes it like an ordinary people meme is like, um, it it's she's like a totally normal looking older woman but she has like a professional headshot on a white background where it's like usually people don't have those yeah <laughs> like so it is uh yeah it makes her look fake um but yeah that's i i want to know who at the daily mail or at a uh, female is uh in charge of like finding people with weird names because it's not like this woman contacted the daily mail you yeah. know what i mean you, you like I was going to say, you know, they give the contributor for female the smallest fucking laptop. They give her like a. <laughs> <laughs> they give her like a Barbie laptop. Yeah. Oh, this is on. just an aggregation. Of, that's why it, it, it was buried deep down here. It's just they just aggregated a slate article. So so that's okay. that's what it is. So but yeah. again, like who at slate is like so, like this. I know this woman did not alert the media about her name. You know what I mean? Just sending like, out PR pitches. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, she has to be on our podcast. People need gotta... to know. People need to know about this. We're getting Barbie Oppenheimer on the podcast. Also, uh, didn't realize picture of uh, the original J. Robert Oppenheimer here. Didn't realize J. Robert Oppenheimer had a fucking high top fade. This dude has a goddamn juice box. This is, he looks crazy. Wait, really? Look at this photo. He looks sharp I'm as scrolling shit. down. I, yeah, he's got a little bit of a fade going on. He's, he's got a fucking high and high tight. Top. Yeah, he's got a, you know. It's, the thing is like, it's a high and tight, but the high is like sort of surprisingly high. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And the fade, it's close cropped on the sides. I mean. I mean, it's is, tight. Yeah. He's, he looks like he just told the photographer to stop taking photos and they <laughs> took that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, he has a very, his, his face is very, I'm not going to tell you again. That's yeah. kind of the vibe. Possibly related off. to the equations behind him, maybe being like, you're really not supposed to take <laughs> hey, photos here. Yeah. <laughs> These are not supposed to be photographed. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah. so the author of this article, I will say, is the author of the Martin Short article that got everybody all riled Really? Yeah. Oh, really? So... <laughs> Um, so there is that trying to save face, but this, yeah. this being like, this, oh, you guys didn't like that, but but this guy, this guy, this. this was an interview with her, so that's kind of a fun little story, actually. That's cute, yeah. yeah as, that's opposed, cute. as opposed to like a weird, because because the uh, Daily Mail does the same thing that the Post does, where it's like they turn everything into first person, even though it's just an article about something. It's like I right. X Y Z, you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. which I guess I assume increases engagement or something. I have no idea, but um, the XO Jane model. That's how uh, they used to always do all those. But it uh, happened to me. I did this. And right. It's like we'll pay you fifty dollars to write about the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life, and people were like, "Absolutely, let me I'll do it." <laughs> Under my own name. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, so uh, you know, this lady's name, Barbie Oppenheimer, if you can believe that. She was I do. A, she was a speech, speech language uh, pathology professor, and um, she worked at Mass General at one point, and then- uh, She's got those smart Oppenheimer genes, sounds yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. She could make a nuclear bomb right now. They should, she should be put away. <laughs> but it'd be pink. <laughs> yeah. Um, she seems like a nice lady. I also like the, uh, I just love the, uh, like, the phrase uh, blockbuster moniker. I think that's, which I guess would mean that your name is made up of movie names. So that's like it sounds like, like, um, like a, a like guy who runs a circus like a hundred years ago. Blockbuster moniker. Like that's his name. Oh like, yeah. I'm Blockbuster moniker. Welcome to my yeah. Welcome, welcome to, to my, my twisted world. <laughs> twisted world. <laughs> kind of <know>. circus. <laughs> Watching too much a House of a Thousand Circus. Corpses. People are freaked out by circuses. I feel like that's people always talk about being freaked out by clowns, but I feel like the larger thing is like a circus freaks people out, or like a fair. People. Well, People are creeped out by that. Well, because they could just—they just appear in town. They could swallow you up and take you with them, and then you're right. then you're on the road. Exactly. Yeah. I it's because of the it's because of the shifty characters that put them on. Yeah, yeah. I think that is that is part of it. They're worried for their children with all these carnies or whatever. They probably had something. Some had something even worse back then that they would call circus folk. Um, circus folk isn't circus particularly folk, not great. great. Either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Because you know, you're, um, when you hear circus folk, you are picturing you know, in your head. There's like three or four cartoon characters, sort of level of you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're doing somersaults. Yeah. I think carnies like don't mind carny. I think they like it. I think they like. <laughs> they they like not it. like it, but like. <laughs> well, if they don't, I, I guess we're gonna hear about it. 
I just mean I feel like they self-describe that way. People that yeah. work it, I like wrestlers will will say that they're carnies, like kind of jokingly, but like they're not like how dare you? They're you not know? listening to podcasts. <laughs> they're <laughs> I don't know. They do a lot of driving. They're playing carnies. spades or whatever in the tent, the back tent with a lion. <laughs> That's what I've been told. <laughs> they are playing cards playing... with their lion. That's yep. what I've been shown in media. <laughs> wow. I'm reading about I'm reading about the carny here on Wikipedia and in the in in Australia they they are showies and in, showies okay in the UK they are showmen which is a very which is I guess uh, I guess that's where the greatest showman came from maybe I, He's I the greatest not, one showman but, sounds nice yeah. that, that that does sound little nice. too, little fancier than what's going on there like th- mm-hmm. let yeah. somebody throw rings that don't fit over the top of milk bottles you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a show give give you a pence to the showman you know it's like yeah. yeah I was when I was um in Denmark I was in Copenhagen and I went with uh some people to like a little regional like fair uh in one of those suburbs of Copenhagen and like I guess that's like a thing there to just like there are these sort of semi-permanent fairs like in if your town is of like a certain size you have like a little fairground where there's all this stuff and it's like it doesn't travel I guess is my point yeah um and I you know I hear fair I think it's gonna be carnies and like fried dough and like nasty I'm wait I'm gonna have a nasty fun time at the at the fair with like you know, it's kind of down market entertainment, but then it's Denmark. And so the fair is run by like fresh faced teens in performance fleece, like ran <laughs> all the rides. And I was like, this is all, honestly like kind of creepier. Like yeah. It's very, if you're expecting the one type of fair, then you get the other type of fair. It's like, I think this one is going to swallow me Just- up and- yeah. Take me. You just know? monochromatic Helly Hansen shells. Just yes! <laughs> yeah. That's um, like exactly yeah. it. It was so weird. Well, that's as soon as you said that, I was thinking it was like it was like a Danish carnival, and what I imagine was just like very tasteful, unadorned white pegs that you throw like just <laughs> like minimalist gray minimal <laughs> rings at. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like the uh, you're shooting water, but instead of like into a clown's mouth, it's just into like a sans serif sort of indicator. It's like Helvetica that's like, <laughs> shoot here. And then it regular this very simple bar that goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have some wild it, playgrounds and stuff in, in Denmark, though, I think, with like really. Yeah, it animals. looked like I mean, it looked like a, a regular like it had this sort of the big top with the stripes and everything, but it was clean. It was like spotless. And that was what was weird. There was like no trash anywhere. It was like super well lit. Yeah. Like that was what was strange about it. Well, you have to give up completely um, on cleanliness at a carnival because you serve peanuts and anywhere that serves. I mean, five guys is a restaurant chaos. and they had to give yeah. up. They, and then yeah. and they seem to have been allowed to do it too. Until all the people with peanut allergies started. So imagine up. you go to someone's house and they, that's what their house is like. Yeah. They just have <laughs> peanut shells all over their floor have, and they're like, I just eat a lot of peanuts. Have, have you, you ever guys, been to Five Guys? Yeah. Have you guys been to, because I know in New York, when they came to New York, they weren't allowed to do it. But old Five Guys, I think they started in Virginia and in D.C., like when I say peanuts on the floor, they literally didn't like, it was covered in peanut shells. Yeah. And then when they moved here, they had to like sort of clean it up. But it was like, like, it was like walking around a barn. <laughs> I mean... They're they're good. Should be glad they're burning. That's like good. the old uh, bar thing is to have sawdust on the floor. Oh yeah, too. like McSorley's. That's, like McSorley's. McSorley's got the got the sawdust. Mm-hmm. Also, the tiniest. I've never been served a smaller glass of beer than when I went to McSorley's. Baby mugs. It's like 
It's like a six ounce glass of beer. Uh-huh. It's so weird. <laughs> it's a strange bar. I don't one glass of thing. beer, please. <laughs> I I don't even remember why I went in. Like I was by myself, and it definitely wasn't. I definitely wasn't like I'm going to McSorley's. I was like doing something else, and I was like, oh, I'll stop into this historic place, and then I drank a sip of beer, <laughs> and then. And then left. And I think they only have, like, one kind of beer. I think, like, if you're they getting to have, it's like... They have light and dark. Yeah, they only have light, light and dark, and dark okay. beer. That's it. And sawdust, which is cool, because it's and like... sawdust. It's like you get the same uncomfortable uh, stuff in your shoe, where it's like you went to the beach, but you just never did that. You know? Instead, right. you were in a dark bar with two yeah. tiny, weird types of beer. <laughs> Historic. Anyway, Barbie Oppenheimer, congrats. What the best banner of, summer for congrats her. to her on her name and best of luck to her in the future. Folks, if you're enjoying this episode, you may also enjoy our bonus episode. Every week we record an extra special bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers at patreon.com slash what a time pod. Sign up today on this week's bonus episode. We answer a bunch of mailbag questions from our listeners. Your burning questions finally answered by the three of us. We discuss Eli's new transformation. We also revisit a discontinued formative soda from Eli and Shelby's childhood that is not Surge. Don't guess Surge. Let's do number four. Number four. Number four. uh, This story comes to us from... Drum roll, please. Hamburger Hindenburg. Uh, Very, (laughs) you know, very fitting name for this. Uh, I think this is genuinely kind of fascinating uh, because most people know now there's like a big push for lab-grown meat, you know, uh, for environmental reasons, other reasons. Um, trying to, they're trying to grow this stuff in petri dishes, make us all, which is great because a petri dish is shaped just like a hamburger. You fill that thing up, flip it over, you're good to go. You you're know? all set. Perfect. Yeah, just yeah. empty that thing out right onto a grill. Yeah, you ship them go. in that. Just a stack of them. Send them to McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, um, it's like then you, they send them to you and they're like, they're, it's the weight when it left the uh, left us was 16 ounces. By the time it gets to you, who knows? Uh huh. 20 ounces still growing. Yeah, you know, just plan in, plan that in. Um, and uh, so there, there. So now it's like I think part of it is it's crossing over from basically like a far-fetched concept to starting to get to the point where people are like, okay, this might be viable in some ways. So now we got to figure out the weird bits. Like we got to figure out all the complicated parts about this. And one of those is trying to figure out if lab grown meat is qual, can it qualify and what would be needed for it to qualify as halal and or kosher. Uh, and it's difficult to <laughs> bring in a lot of people here. Uh, because, you know, a lot of the rules about halal meat and kosher meat assume that there's an animal involved. That's kind of like a big part of how they were designed, is that they come from an animal and you can kind of make decisions based on that. Um, I feel like most of the rules are about qualities that the animal has and then how it its life was ended. Yeah. Neither of these can apply to lab-grown meat. Yeah. It's there's that there's uh, uh, I know some of the stuff from the like kosher and Judaism is like it's like, well, it can't be a cloven hooved animal. And it was like, well, it never had hooves. It is it's just a lump. What if it's just a lump? What is what are you what are your rulings on that? Um, 
So they've they've asked people, you know, they go to the scholars, uh, and they're oh, they're gonna write a whole extra Talmud about this. Yeah, there's you're gonna be the damn nerds. This the, that is really when that meme about like the greatest thread in the history of the forums closed <laughs> after. That's the Talmud. That yeah. that's the another name for it. Yeah, it's just endless uh, debate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the so I mean, this is how I feel about this, which is like, I feel like if I'm uh, like a you know like a scholar of the Torah or whatever, and and th- suddenly lab grown meat is a real thing that I have to think about. I feel like that would be my immediate thing. Was I'd be like, you got to tell us. <laughs> I'd be like, you got to come back down for one minute and figure this out because we were not. <laughs> you didn't tell us about this shit at all. I was like, I don't right. know what I'm supposed to do here. You, you got to come back and issue a ruling. Yeah. It's been, there's a lot of stuff actually that we would like you to address. There's no, a lot of stuff going on. That's the only one. <laughs> yeah. that, that can be, that can be 11. We got in contact with God, uh, proving <laughs> their existence, and we have received our answer on whether you can eat meat out of a petri dish. <laughs> well, what was the answer? Uh, he said no. Yeah. He said, he said, to, no explanation. To, yeah. To be precise, he uh-huh. said, what? No. And then he, you know, Kind of, look he kind of did like Patty a, he saying of, he, huh? What if that imaginary great <laughs> that was always uh What if that force beyond all comprehension had a pussy, Patty? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> that was always the funniest Damn. one. That was a thing for people to be like, she. And I was like, we're talking about antiquated religions here. I mean, not antiquated, you know, everyone to their own thing. We should this I can see why people don't talk about religion on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah. It is like a very, it is funny when people get hung up on the gender of something where it's like, this This is like, if you think about this for too long, your brain will leak out of your ears. And the thing you're worried about is what is its gender? Like yeah. that is so insane. To Aliens me. land on Earth and people are like, are you a boy <laughs> or a girl? I need to know yeah. that first. Um, so anyway. pull yeah, your pants uh, down. <laughs> Or equivalent. That's what I'm going to say when I meet God. Or do the equivalent. I don't know if (laughs) if they go down or up or to the side. I don't know. Yeah. Show me the thing you're not supposed to show people. Show your your private area. Yeah. Yeah. We need (laughs) to know what room to put you in. Show your private (laughs) area. Show me your privates. Um, Or maybe you already are, and I just can't (laughs) recognize them because you are from another world. It's weird that aliens are always the little gray men are always nude. You'd think they yeah. develop shame, you know? Maybe not. Sometimes they have on like a Dr. Seuss hat with weed leaves on it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> that is true. Maybe that's where their privates are. Is under uh, that hat. Man, I saw uh, uh, in a bodega today. I saw a rolling tray of Spider-Man hitting a massive bong on one of the gargoyles, <laughs> like that they always put them on. <laughs> yeah, sick. like on the edge of the building. Yeah, it's cool. fucking. Oh, I was like, I don't. Fucking yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't want to own this, but I'm glad that I know it is around. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. I thought you meant it was going to be one of the gargoyles from like the cartoon. I was like, oh, wow, we're crossing sick. over here. Hell They're nice. having a smoke sesh. Goliath, the father figure of the animated gargoyles, <laughs> slamming a thick, cloudy tube. <laughs> yeah, clearly I don't, in, don't partake that much. That, hey, I nice like thick, that cloudy it... tube, fellas. Mind if I get in there? I like imagining Spider-Man swinging up there with the bong. Like he's holding the bong in one hand. He's just like, whoop, excuse yeah. me. 
Yeah, no, the, the, the bong is in, a, is in a, a separate sling that he's got going. Of yeah, web. He, he leaves the mm. bong hanging from that gargoyle on a web. Like, you know, mm. when he does. You know what they never show a Spider-Man? Him having to fucking pick his camera out of the web on the wall after he takes his photos. That probably takes a while. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to tear that apart, get the camera back out. Cameras are expensive. Come on, um, come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they've they've consulted people. Uh, I think pretty unsurprisingly, uh, opinions are divided on whether this is possible or not. Um, so some Islamic scholars, uh, they say that it can be halal. Uh, I think partly because, like you said, they're like, no, no animals are being slaughtered. Um, right. So like technically, there's a lot of technically, which is generally not a word that combines great with religion. Um, but yeah. Well... That makes sense to me for like halal for lab grown beef, but like is lab grown pork okay for anybody? Is that like I don't think it's that be. come up? Yeah. But there's also know. like we were talking about this a little bit before. It's like, you know, a lot of this stuff originally was, you know, just a way to get people to not eat stuff that would make them sick, but you know, to really sell it, they tied a lot of morality and, and weirdness into it. Like they're like, no cloven hooved animals, because those are demons' feet. And um now, yeah, like it was like, you know, bottom feeders and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, could you eat lobster meat if it never it was like, well, it never had more than six legs because it's just a lump. I mean, and there's fake crab meat. I don't know if that's kosher. Maybe that's a good that's jumping question. off point. If that fake crab stick, which is delicious. I bet I bet it is kosher is imitation crab kosher. Imitation crab meat can be kosher. It depends on what sort of fish was used to make it and the method of processing. Oh, okay. Uh, there is no intrinsic reason why imitation crab meat or bacon-flavored turkey or beef, for instance, can't be kosher. So, yeah. There you go. Our, California rolls. Eat up. Here's a question. Delicious. Begging strips. Are they kosher? The ones for dogs? Can you give them man. to a Hasidic dog? <laughs> Talk about uh, they, man, like thing. the delta between the way the things smell and the way they probably taste has got to be. That's got to be an all-time high right there. Like, oh, yeah. Begging strips? It's like, oh, it smells like bacon. Then you try and it's like, oh, no. It's, <laughs> this is not good. I, I, can't, I cannot imagine that it tastes particularly good to humans, obviously. Can't imagine. That's... I mean, it sounds like you've imagined. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you've determined that it does not taste good. I think everyone's imagined. Look. You think about it. I don't, I don't, uh, I've been, I can't I, I've say been, that I have. I've been doing a lot more feeding of dogs than I have in my life uh, over the past <laughs> few months. And, uh, yeah, you think about some of the stuff, you know, uh, there's, there's like a little, like, <laughs> like little bacon kind of like, uh, they're like little balls. I don't know. I don't know what they, but, yeah. but they're like, you know, and it's a, like a lot of, do- a lot of dog treats are, very like they're only one degree off from combos it seems like yeah yeah they're like almost combos plus you'll you'll be reminded of it because a dog treat the way that a dog treat sticks on your fingers like it makes like doritos seem clean it's like it is (laughs) you know impossible it's like getting sprayed by a skunk it's like if you give a dog one treat your hand smells like weird fake bacon for like two days um yeah well on the meat thing, we'll cover this up. Uh, there's the answer is it's up for discussion. Um, it depends. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So it's. I mean, and it, the other part of it is a lot of this is spearheaded by the companies themselves. So I would think, even though this doesn't seem like how it would work, if they you know hit up one rabbi and he's like, no, they're like, we're gonna go ahead and get a second opinion. Um, yeah, it's like when else. they get those experts to testify in court. It's yeah. like you get the one that'll that'll say what that'll you want. It'll say that. Yeah. 
Um, and so, like you know, it's fine because you're just gambling with whether or not you you know you please uh, the all powerful being. Yeah. Right. And then they have so there's this too. Uh, so they say the American Halal Foundation, which seems I mean I don't know if that's a real you know they just gave themselves an official name. They say uh, that most current products that exist would not be considered halal due to the fact that cell lines are taken from alive animals, which I feel like mm. they're just mad that they knew that much science. They were like, what the fuck? How do you know about cells? We thought we were just going to lie to you and be like, it's fine. <laughs> and you'd say, <laughs> they're like, "How? why are there so what many? What if it was taken from the cell line of an animal that was uh, processed in accordance with halal? Can you is harvest dead cells? Well, like if an animal is, is killed... Like, and the meat is halal. Like, you do the things that you're supposed to do in order for it to qualify as halal. And then you take those cell lines from that animal and grow meat. Would that be okay? I am do you, deeply out <laughs> of Imam uh, Eli? <laughs> well, seriously out of my death, but I don't think you can. If it's dead, doesn't cell death begin like very quickly? I don't think you can. Oh grow yeah, it out yeah, of yeah. Dead, they they scrape cells. it out of a living animal and then yeah, that's true. And this then it'd be even better because yeah. nobody died. Nothing <laughs> and let died. me admit, this is based off of sort of some stuff uh, that I read about woolly mammoths getting brought back, and not any right. study that I've ever. Um, no, that makes sense. That makes sense because yeah. you need the you need the. Uh, Cells to reproduce, so they have to be alive. You're going to be yeah. the last person they can go to. Everyone else said no, and it's like, and now we have, uh, he's got some experience doing some research for uh, some articles for <laughs> Cracked, and uh, he's going to let yeah. us know whether you're uh, g- pleasing uh, God or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got, you know, hey, we, you know what? Cracked won't let me use Wikipedia as a source, so in my mind, it's a basically a white paper. It's an academic publication because <laughs> I'm not allowed to say stuff from Wikipedia. You know, it's a low bar these days. Uh, yeah, let's do number three. Let's do it. Number three. Number three comes to us from Loadbearing Sick Et three two six. Watch out for your load because Sick Et cannot bear very much. I think your load Ew. is in jeopardy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Come on, that's not how I meant it. I know. Come on. But it's yeah, I, that I, word means other things. Yeah, I thought he was just like holding up a wall or something. That's yeah. holding up a yeah. load. <laughs> E.T.'s holding up a load. That's why he's so sick. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, uh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. Um, yeah, this uh, this story comes to us. From uh, Cornwall in, uh, that's in England, right? I know it's somewhere in the UK. Um, there, uh, there's a 600-year-old church there. It was built in the early 1400s. And uh, the Cornwall is having a two-week music and arts festival, which sounds lovely. Uh, it attracts thousands of visitors to Cornwall for this festival. And uh, this church, this old church, they decided, uh, since they're a venue for the festival, um they decided to install some beer taps uh, at the church uh, for the party, and the parishioners are not thrilled about this. They are <laughs> the, see, you don't need the can because you got the got the taps. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, don't put the keg top. Oh in hell, the... fucking yeah! <laughs> <laughs> don't put the keg top in the priest's drink, or he's gonna have to chug it. Um. Yeah, so it's like this, it's like a, you know, like a landmark old church. And they're like, y'all shouldn't have done this. This is a, quote, house of God, not a pub. So people are, people are mad. Yeah. Um, 
I think like for me, it's like I think that's the better attack on this is like it's a historic place. Don't put like and there's a picture of it. And they're like, the I mean, it's funny. It looks like a fucking Buffalo Wild Wings tap. It's not. It's like, dude, make them out of like wrought iron or something. Like, make them look. But the whole thing right. of being like, not in a house of God. It's like, dude, alcohol and religion are like, like that's that's weird to me. It's like, there's you're so, already giving people wine. Yeah, it's so connected through like all of history that I, I don't think you can be like, you know, being like, did Jesus have IPAs? Like, I don't know. It, but he was doing <laughs> shit. People were drinking, you know. These are the questions. Uh, Jewish Jewish clerics and Muslim clerics are preoccupied about lab-grown meat. Yeah. Uh, the Christian clergy is getting to the bottom of, did Jesus have IPAs? Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, not, not Jews. Others, it wasn't actually wine. Jesus turned, at the wedding at Cana, turned water into Voodoo Ranger IPA. And everyone, <laughs> everyone there got a DUI. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I would He's, say you know. Jewish everyone scholars. had one one glass of heady topper and then crashed their horse cart. Jewish scholars not concerned because Jesus is famously not our problem. Uh, <laughs> yes, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, That's, you guys are focused on the lab grown meat. The Christians mm-hmm. are worried about. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, he was. A, yeah, he was. He seemed like a pretty. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Anyway, yeah. what else? Jesus? He was yeah, drinking we... IPAs. Have you seen his look? A guy. Okay, if you see a guy in 2023 who looks like Jesus, that guy fucking loves IPAs. So I think we can transpose this back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the person who looks the most like Jesus that I see on a regular basis is Jeremy Fragrance. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he looks like Jesus at all. Well, just uh, in terms of long-haired, shirtless men, I see a lot. He's up there. <laughs> For you me, think Jeremy Fragrance is very Christ-like. Also, he I is very Jesus religious. Is like, <laughs> so, <laughs> I think of Jeremy Fragrance as like he—he he doesn't really have like long hair and a beard. He's like a blonde guy. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, nobody I knows need what Patty Jesus to see this because, like. like, this guy—this guy does not give Jesus vibes. He, are you confused because he wears white a lot? <laughs> I'm saying his thinking? fucking vibe. Look, I'm saying long hair. Regardless he has a Christ-like of, vibe. Regardless of hair tone and regardless of how we've portrayed Jesus, because nobody would look like, like longish hair, shirtless, white jeans. It's very. Plus, he's religious as fuck. Long. He talks about this Jesus is such all a the time. Weird poll. This is look. He's designed. Daddy, to be do you know mind. about Jeremy Fragrance? This is I, an older photo when he has short hair. You are <laughs> you are conspiring against me here. I, I literally just Googled him. I am aware. I am aware of who this is. I sort of <laughs> refrain from watching the videos because I feel like that would make me uh, upset. Um, but you've I, blocked I, him out. <clears throat> he's like a weird TikTok guy, right? I assume or something. Yeah, he loves he loves perfumes. He's like a smell pervert, and he like gets really worked up about about. Please, is there also fragrance? Was my father? <laughs> Call me Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there also I like just, weird poisonous dating stuff in there too it feels like there would be but maybe not i don't know he's pretty i don't know i think the last i think his one love is is fragrance okay i yeah. don't know if he like i don't know is he like gay or straight i don't know what anything about him besides that he's like insane and likes perfume he's he is really religious he's super christian there's the last okay. this might be part of it because the last video i saw of them was like i don't i was trying to find it to get shelby could play it He's like, these are my three goals in life. And he was like, to be, he was like, to, he's like, to respect God in every way, to live uh, like a wholesome life, and to be the number one fragrance influencer, Jeremy Fragrance, in the world. <laughs> and he has like a big cross necklace. I think he's happy with it. 
Is this him or did hey guys, Shelby Jeremy fall down fragrance the stairs? Here. The number one fragrance icon. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is the number one fragrance icon. Yeah. I do feel like, because I'm like, I, I feel like I could... I hate saying this because it makes me feel like Jeremy Fragrance, but like I perfumes are like sort of a hobby of my like it's a it's a thing I'm sort of interested in. But mm. I feel like any time I talk about them, I sound like Jeremy Fragrance. Like yeah. it's an insane it's an insane thing to. That, like I mean, the phrase is kind of making me insane. The name Jeremy Fragrance. <laughs> it's, really, <laughs> it's really funny. Like, I feel like it's activating something a little bit more every time I'm hearing it. Like like something is like inflating and is gonna burst inside my head. Yeah, like you like hear, you, you want to hear phrase. a buzz. You know? if, you wanna... if you go to jeremyfragrance.com, there's a huge quote on the on the banner on the front page. It says, "My journey through the world of fragrances continues, and it will never stop." Jeremy Fragrance. <laughs> yeah, it will never. All right, stop. man. Look, man, you don't get to be the icon, number one icon in fragrance, without a little work. The fragrance icon. Elbow grease. You know, yeah, it does seem like something you'd you'd wake up in like an all white room, and then you'd hear like a like a mic cut in. And a uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say, Jeremy Fragrance. Then <laughs> you just go nuts. I'm trying to find his thing about his ultimate goals. Is it safe? Is it safe? <laughs> Jeremy Fragrance. Jeremy Fragrance. Uh, while you're looking for that, um, I will tell you more about this church. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I think they needed to have made the tap handles. Like out of the same stone that the church is made. Put a big out of cross on each one. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put a big, big gothic cross on it. Yeah. Make it look like it's in Dave Navarro's house. That's what it should look like. <laughs> it's in a church. Make it look like it belongs around Dave Navarro's neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It yeah. is like, I, f- I feel like credit to Dave Navarro because I do feel like I reference him as like, like that style of shit. Is to me, I say Dave Navarro, and you know exactly what I'm talking about oh, yeah. as far as what those taps should look like. You know, dedicated his life to living moss, right? That's the yeah, the famous exactly. bit. <laughs> that famous bit. Um, <laughs> that show is so bad, by the way, Ink Master. It's like it could be good, but it's fucking Ink, terrible. Ink Master cutdowns on YouTube where nobody is fucking talking to each other is are great. Where they They're just great, do the yeah. tattoos and nobody. Where does they just else. do the tattoos, it's the best, and the show has like none of that. Yeah, I'd watch every episode of Ink Master. Half of it is them having to like do a giant paint by numbers in teams <laughs> for some reason. It's so weird. Yeah, I watch the cutdowns. I'd probably watch twenty hours of Ink Master before I realized that they live in a house together. I was like, "What is this shit? What the fuck? Yeah. Why are they- <laughs> They're not even doing Don't tattoos care. in here." I don't care. I don't care that they're fighting. I don't care about the fucking like sand sculpture they have to make for the right to pick the first tattoo or whatever. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Just let them do tattoos. It's I it's like- so funny that the real world like made it so the default setting for reality shows is you all have to live in the same house. Like it's it's so funny. It is crazy. It you is like able to go it's- home. <laughs> no, you got to share a bathroom it's- with these people. <laughs> Especially for like the skill ones. Like, <laughs> is there a reason all these fucking gourmet chefs have to like bunk together? Like, why is this? Yeah. Why is this happening? It's mm. it's just a night. Like, all reality TV is like, okay, 
well, human beings are not that interesting. So let's force them all to live together and then make them sleep three hours a night and right. then yeah. see what happens. Let's make them eat out of the bowls on the ground. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they like crank the thermostat and they, you know, <laughs> they only feed you like aggressive fucking, I don't know. They're probably giving them, they're probably slipping shit in their Well, they give you a ton, a ton of booze, obviously. <laughs> only yeah. booze. I re- I remember I was like watching something about some reality show, uh, like a contestant on some reality show was talking about their experience and they were like, yeah, you know that like clip where we all look really like it's like something dramatic happens and they all have this like incredibly negative reaction to it. And they were like, yeah, to get us to react like that, they just kept delaying stuff and told us that we'd have to wait. And then that was our reaction. <laughs> like, it wasn't about the stakes of the game. It was like, yeah, we got to reset these lights. And then they're all like. Ugh. And then they showed that as they part just, of the game. They were just showing everyone like rotten.com pictures. Like that's like, whoa. <laughs> hey, check this ah. out. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh we didn't really talk about this these taps, but let's do number two. <laughs> number two. Number two comes to us as well from and I lost the page i'm super professional today number two comes to us from the pussy the time forgot once again and it's a story about two, for two. the still uh, forgotten the the <laughs> the world of 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 the blockchain and of uh non-fungibility and and tokens and all, all that good stuff uh, nfts all that stuff that we all know so much about that and we understand. all backed heartily and uh and we knew was going to be the future and was going to change everything um and we were all super jealous of all the people who got in on it early and went to all the cool wristband only parties uh that you could get into for having them uh, nfts mm-hmm. on my deathbed when i'm looking back at my life i'm gonna say i wish i had an ape yeah, I have yep. one of those apes. Just like thinking guy, back, uh, that image of, of Jimmy Fallon displaying the ape to <laughs> oh Paris Hilton, like just a... <laughs> yeah. Put Which... that in a time capsule and then nuke the Earth and launch that into space. Yeah. Worth the SEC investigation, in my eyes. <laughs> Shout out, yeah, you know, being one of those guys who is in New York for an NFT convention and then has to have me Venmo him... Or give him cash because his wallet, he can't access his wallet at the bar. That's, you know, real cool dudes like that. Just Did that really happen to you? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> his wallet was tied up in the blockchain. He's, he yeah. couldn't get. Oh, you can't do this because you don't have Wi-Fi in this dive bar? Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> cool dude. Just kidding. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's. NFTs, uh, you know, the, the, they, uh, they apparently are, they did some, somebody did some, uh, I guess, research. I'm not exactly clear, but uh, the, 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 the upshot is 95% of them, according to this report, have, now have no value. Um, there are 73,000 NFT collections that were surveyed, and nearly 70,000 of them have a market value of zero. Uh, <laughs> Ethereum. Well, That's... Which, that's my favorite part of this is it isn't some article. It's not like them being like, yeah, they've decreased heavily in value. It is like almost all of them are worth zero. Because it's because you think about it. Literally zero. Things are worse than ever. (laughs) (laughs) Shelby is ruined. Shelby is bankrupt. Yeah, you guys can't see it. Please, everyone, sign up for the Patreon. uh, Shelby is losing his house. Yeah, you can't see it because, you know, when we do video, uh, which which you can see on the Patreon, you can see video of some of our episodes. Uh, When you see the video of his apartment, you don't see the other side of his apartment, which is just stacked 
to the ceiling with portable hard drives filled with NFTs stored yeah. in there. In cold storage to keep them safe. Or uh, I'm ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruined. Get off my ass. <laughs> uh so yeah, so, I hope it was worth like I don't know destroying a third of the Amazon rainforest or whatever the fuck. Well, that's to, like, the, you all know of these things. It's tough to say goodbye to this as a thing because <laughs> on the one hand, uh, the people involved are all really annoying uh, and and smug and convinced that they were smarter than everyone else, and on the other hand, yeah, it was just kind of like burning, you know, uh, <laughs> just everything that's green on the earth to make more of it. So. Uh, <laughs> It's tough to you know for two for two reasons it's tough to say goodbye there. Um, yeah. yeah, look, I, you know, I it's I it's one of those things where it's like you know I if you're somebody who had was riding high when it was worth like a million bucks and you didn't like get I, I don't know I would be I would be very not pleased I have to say you know if uh, you like if you were bragging about having all of that money and then you didn't sell it well the so, right remember time when somebody you're... bought that like one of those like uh, was the guy's name Beepo or something but like Beeple. his oh yeah that for, guy. like <laughs> for like tens of millions of dollars for <laughs> like a, like come on dog <laughs> yeah. Bip boop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Beep boop really is like the main winner of this because people paid real money for his dog shit art. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe they paid it. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> very cute Pokemon. Uh, very talented digital artist. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like the only people that would want to buy this are people that already have their own, right? That's like the thing. Like you're not, tra- you know, there's no more like trading apes or, you know, or, or I guess you could, yeah. but there's, you know, there's no one else clamoring to get in the club, I guess. So, um, right. I mean, now's the time. If you want to go to the exclusive <laughs> ape party or whatever, what were the yeah. board apes? That's what they were called. Buy low. And there's nothing lower than zero. <laughs> so, That's true. I mean, well, you can't. I don't know what you. You that's, pay someone to take it from you. I guess that's the next place this goes. I mean, it's funny too because it means they'll just have it for. Because there's no point in listing it for zero, so it's like it's just gonna sit there and mock you. Didn't well, we good get, thing like, it's like not a physical thing, so it can't really sit there because it's just pixels. Well, yeah, but, but anybody that was into that shit it's saddled to you. Yeah. Nobody yeah, like, who was into that, like shit tattooed it, on them. Yeah, kept it quiet. People They've for got sure it. got tattoos. Yeah, a hundred percent of of this like tattoos. drawing that could not look stupider like the yeah. like and remember like, when they were gonna make like a cartoon series of it or something I like sure do some f- <laughs> famous people bought it and they were like oh our, our guys are gonna we're gonna voice them and it's gonna be it's gonna seth be on green. adult swim or whatever it's it like, was cool. seth green tried to do it and then someone stole his ape and so <laughs> then he Thank no longer for... had the uh rights because of yeah. how it works so he couldn't right. make the tv show but, you know it yeah. is really funny that like you can steal something and then be legally protected in your theft of it yeah. that is a great system that we have it's good it's, yeah. it was yeah. it was great when they all tried to reinvent uh bank regulation uh-huh. when they all got fucked that was fun this is uh, See, it's good think it's, of all these good memories we have about it it's, well, we it's have, good to yeah. empty out your 401k and invest it in a basically macromedia flash south park character creator to be like mm-hmm. this is me as kenny and it's worth forty thousand dollars <laughs> like remember like i mean like rolling they were, it was this was on the cover of rolling stone the, the, like, yeah. the like there was an article like the and it's like well, like they're living it up. They're at a uh, a club that no one otherwise goes to in New York, and they can only get in, and they're getting to watch uh, Tyga rap. You know, like like this, <laughs> like these are the highest highs. <laughs> 
Like, you won't believe it. Uh, Paying $48 for a vodka soda and watching Taiga rap. And and you know know who opened for Taiga? Uh, Theo Vaughn. Whatever. (laughs) I have no idea. But just like, if you want to hear Rack City live, you better buy a board ape now. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, can you believe it, man? We made it. We're in here. And then they're all just looking around at like each other and there's no, you know, just whatever. Look. Right. Some it's some a, people got rich. Classic. Good for them, I guess. There are people. There are probably people who got rich in a way that is not scuzzy, like they bought one or whatever, and then it went up in value right. and they sold it, and they didn't like do any weird pump and dump stuff or any kind. You know, like you know, they just like yeah, it's valuable. I'm going to sell it. So good yeah. for them, I guess. Good for them. But the not really. Not not, not not really though. You know, they should. <laughs> I mean, have they to, didn't like do anything to earn any money. They should have to pay Shelby off, you know, spend a bunch of the money to like, I don't know, rehabilitate the rainforest or something. Let's let's yeah. try to, you know. There was at least one guy I used to play computer games with, and then I uh, ran into like saw him on Discord, and I was like, "What are you up to?" And he's like, "I'm rich now." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." All right. I want. I wonder if he still is. I'm not going to ask him. <laughs> hey, are you still rich? <laughs> How's everything? I heard going? these were worthless pieces of garbage. Now, do you still have some? Yeah. Uh, let's do. Let's do number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Number one. Speaking of rich assholes, this story comes to us from Iguana Helium Cube in the Discord. This is, I think, in some ways, I don't know, I wouldn't say developing story, developing developing everyone ragging on somebody, uh, a popular thing. It developed today. We're recording this a few days uh, early before yeah. it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to state our time and date. Like we're tracking like NFL, you know, movements, free agency at eight p.m. on September twenty first. Um, this is a uh, that you know uh, David Brooks, at the New York Times, um, is complaint. You know, he posted just a like, classic kind of grumpy fucking asshole old man post. Of first, he's he's posting a photo from Newark Airport, uh, which you know, not great. Already, what do you want? From Already, like, not a lot of like positive tweets coming out of Newark Airport. Yeah. Like, you're probably complaining about something if you're tweeting from there. Yeah, though, if you're at Newark Airport, you probably are looking to spend as little money as possible in general. Um, mm, that's, that's sort true. of how that works. That's how that works. So, number one ways to fly to Newark Airport is to take the lowest fare or to not realize what all New York airports in quotes means on orbits, <laughs> like, or on See, travelocity. I- I'm I I'm I'm Patty for, likes I'm Patty further likes west it. than you guys. So yeah, yeah so, so I for yeah. where you from are from where you live, Newark is is like kind of equidistant. Yeah. Newark's uh, actually convenient if you are close to those trains, but um, not for me. It is like it is one of those things where it tricks you because you can get you're like oh wow it's so cheap to fly in and out of Newark and then it's like you will spend half your airline fare getting to and from the airport. Yes, yeah, because you will be late and you'll need a car. And if you live in central Brooklyn, that is very far away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's not the uh, worst, though. If you're going to Manhattan, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he's posting a photo of kind of your classic airport meal. You got an, a hamburger, which this is not mentioned by anybody, but I think is funny that he wouldn't like I would be self-conscious about this. You can see in the picture that he's taken the hamburger. And look, I used to do this when I was a child. So I'm, you know, I'm not without fault here. He has removed every single topping from it so that it's just a burger on a bun and take a bite crazy. out of it. Like, that is lunacy. Like I said, I did that when I was a child and food was still 
unusual and scary to me. <laughs> it was like, I don't know, just <laughs> well, basics. Yeah. Well, there might there might be – I'm looking here. There might be a little something on. There might be like a, some bacon on there or something. I can't really tell. There's something kind of going on. That's still crazy to me. Just like a dry burger with – bacon and on it and nothing else there's is like there's ketchup there, was ke- there appears to be ketchup on the, yeah well the ketchup is the thing that really kind of jarred me when i saw this because like before like taking a photo to post on social media even if you're an older guy but you have tens of thousands of people and you're like you know a newsworthy notable person maybe like don't lay the used ketchup packets on top of your fr- <laughs> like, I, like what is going I on noticed you were <laughs> upset about this you were like a used ketchup packet touching a fry is disgusting. Revolting. And also, well, where'd the ketchup to... all go? Is it all hidden? Or where, where is it? <laughs> I think it's all on the burger. It's on the burger. Is, is some of it behind the spring mix there, kind of right next to the burger? <laughs> yeah. Is that maybe where it is? But it is why weird. does that bother you? Because that's what goes on the fries. But what's the weird? Because the, outside, just, of the, the it, outside of the, the ketchup outside, packet is gross. And because It's just the way been it's... sitting in the pile of ketchup packets that's accumulating right. germs. Yeah, okay, and, that makes sense. And also, like, it's just a really weird decision to, like... If <laughs> stage your picture a, multiple, a little bit, yeah. If you if you're eating a multi, you know you got your meal. Like it's weird to put any form of trash or you know on your plate, <laughs> like on top of something that you're going to have to eat later. Like there's empty yeah. space on the plate where you could. There's a like, whole table. Be, yeah, I'm not putting on the that table because that okay, makes people I'm, wipe I'm it with down. you now. But I put I'm, on a I'm napkin or something, or I put on the spring mix. Yeah. Clearly, he's not going to eat that shit. Or throw um, it away. Like do, do you? They, The weird thing, and I guess this is why David Brooks is who he is and everyone is constantly shitting on him on the internet, (laughs) but like, my, like, you know if you post food on the internet and you're somebody like David Brooks, people are going to be talking about how you fucked it up, how you're like, you're Mm -hmm. a weirdo and you eat gross stuff. Granted, he didn't cook this burger, but... Yeah, the fact that we're like, why does it have no toppings on it? Why is your <laughs> ketchup packet on your fries? Like, think these things through, man. Because it's even, I mean, we haven't even gotten to the reason that this became a thing yeah. that people submitted. Yeah, I'm just and saying. And already yeah. it's fucked up. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying up top, this is the plate of a child at a restaurant that ate too much bread. That yes. And now has had one bite of their burger and wants to go home. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the thing, the reason people are actually talking about this um, is that uh, he posted this photo of uh, and he goes, this meal just cost me $78 at Newark Airport. This is why Americans think the economy is terrible. And like 78 is just, you are, forget flying close to the sun. You are in the sun. That is an insane lie. No one, even the most jaded person knows, like no one is charging $78 for a hamburger unless you're in like, I don't know. You'd have to be in like a very fancy strip club. You're in like you're in, like you're in you're in Salt Bay. You're that guy. The the, the guy with it's like dipped in gold <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Well, you're gold in Salt Bay. You're, in, yeah. you're inside him. Whatever his, his whatever his re- whatever his restaurant's called. I think it's just it's called, called that, Salt Bay, right? probably yeah. Salt Burger. Or uh, whatever. This like it's such a it's so crazy too because like people keep people keep doing this on Twitter where they're like this is a hundred dollars worth of groceries and a lot of people want to nitpick it and be like no it isn't or well you bought organic meat or well you did this and it's like okay well groceries do like cost a lot right now yeah. and like it sucks and it's like david brooks wanted to be part of that but like just overshot it <laughs> so much <laughs> and like and we know airport food is expensive we know a burger is not 78 dollars. yeah unless he's tipping 50 dollars, it's not 
He is not. <laughs> I think that is pretty clear he is not. It's like, um, this so costs what? $18, and it's like a bag of Starburst or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, we know. Like, that's also not really a re- – that's not like a real measure of anything. It's the airport. It's The airport is its own economy, and it's like fucking – it's like Germany in between World War One and World War Two. You need to bring a wheelbarrow of marks yeah. to buy a fucking thing of Starburst because it's the airport economy. And they, they have you by the fucking short and curliest, dude. If you're eating in the airport, it's because you have like you fucked up or not fucked up. I like you know, it's kind of it has its own thing. I like. Do you guys airport. do the? Do you <laughs> sit down at the airport restaurant? Yeah. Do you like sit down and have a meal? I, mean, I don't depends. go to the table service places though. That's weird. That's what I meant. Do you nah. go to the place with table service? Do nah, you sit at a, a bar? Damn Shake Shack or whatever. I go to Shake Shack or I get McDonald's yeah. or something. I get it's like uh it's like road trip food, you know? Because I love road yeah. trip food, but I don't drive. So that's my road trip food is I go get some. I fucked can't up think shit. of anything better than that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Airport Shake Shack is good as fuck, man. It's you just and like you my can really is, just um, like my favorite place to eat Shake Shack is when I'm getting on uh Amtrak. For some reason, like Eating it at at uh, like Penn Station or something is like I'm like hell yeah I'm a I'm a jet setter I'm new Penn Station old Penn Station I would new not Penn Station open my mouth yeah. in uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah no yeah. I mean it's Amtrak rules but I'm thinking like eating in a you gotta get the food on the like, Amtrak that's where the good food is okay all those nasty little <laughs> you get the gross little, yeah, the, the little... gross little pizza that was my favorite food item <laughs> for like the entire time pizza. I was in college the microwave little pizza that like fully half of it was stuck to like the little cardboard sleeve <laughs> and then they and then they oh they, they messed it up because they got like a real brand like it became DiGiorno or something but it was some brand that no one ever heard of and it was like my little <laughs> my little treat to myself was having one of those little pizzas yeah they're still That's, there they have the gross little pizza and then they have anytime it's in the a cafe car, in a little to be clear in a little white car. triangle it's never like that I never want that you know what I mean <laughs> When it's the little white triangle, thumbs oh, yeah. down, always garbage. Here's a tip. I don't even want to give this out in public, but I'll do it because I value people listening to our podcast. I'm taking an Amtrak tomorrow. I'll send you guys pics of my nasty little meal. send us his confirmation number. So the thing about Amtrak, <laughs> the fucking secret is that the cafe car, everybody like it's just some sort of weird belief that you have to sit somewhere else at some point and then go to the cafe car. No, just go you there. Just hang out in there. Just get on. I don't even get on the part with the seats. In. I just get on in the cafe car and I take a table and then I'm, you know, I'm there the whole time. I got a whole table, anything. Everyone's like, oh, I got to go set up my little space and then go to the cafe car later. And then all the tables are taken because all the geniuses like me went straight there. <laughs> well, so I you're just, just making it harder for everyone else who just wants to eat and then go back to their seat. I you're, just eat I just eat at my you're seat. Loitering. You you're loitering. You're not getting a seat. If you're, if you're just getting food to eat, you're not getting a table anyways. You know that. I, I think this is a concern of like, I think this is probably because you're tall and the seats are not comfortable because like, I'm just getting a seat. The seats are fine. Honestly, the Why seats are good Why is the cafe car better? Because you get yeah. to spread out. You get to put your... I mean, the seats aren't bad, but laptop on no a way, little fucked up tray. That's dude, if I, dude, if I'm in the cafe car, I'm drastically raising the likelihood somebody's going to ask if they can sit across from me. No, thank you. Right. Not, no, not if you're me. Not if you're Plus. big and scary. <laughs> not if you Plus have your sunglasses on like, and the headphones in. It's going to smell like nasty little pizza your whole ride. And you're going well, to well, have people waiting in line standing next to, next yeah. to you. You no, guys thanks. don't Hearing understand. Hearing people order food. Because nobody fucking quiet. eats in there. Everybody in the cafe car is working. 
people come and get their nasty little treats and they take it back to their seat because I'm in their seat. They got to fucking get out of there. <laughs> they, yeah, Eli's like, oh, no, they don't sit down in there. And it's like, that's because you're sitting where they would sit. Uh, damn it, the ogre's They know the deal. Look, it's their fucking fault. They don't know how this works. I got, meanwhile, I got 25 fucking plugs. I could plug everything I own in. I got a big-ass table, a soft seat. It's great. It's cool. Regular Amtrak seat, A-OK for me. Also, I don't, I, I think I've been in the cafe car once. Not... Why? Why is it that like they can't make good food on trains, and they can't? If you've ever been on like a ferry or something, for some reason that is like the worst food in existence. If you're if you're on the high seas, you're getting trash food. It's like yeah, I mean, I would. It's be like surprised. worse than like an indoor soccer field snack bar. Like it's, that's the level I'm because they about. can't fucking make anything. They don't have. You can't use any like actual heating. Why not? Yeah. Cass, like, why is there no omelet bar on the Amtrak? Yeah, where's why? my in a cellar? Where's my, maybe where's maybe my stir you, fry? If you fork why out the isn't big bucks, there a brick oven for the nasty little pizza? <laughs> yeah, get on the acela, maybe. Man, um, that's that's like a piece of information that's just like lost to history. Like what that brand was, because I'd have to like call them and do like a <laughs> like a freelance piece. To, you know what I mean? Like it's not that information yeah. is not yeah. anywhere. That is just it's gone. gone. <laughs> Yeah, if I, you know, I also, please well, let us know. Yeah, well, it's other, I, I prefer the cafe car. We and then I'll I'll sum up the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> I prefer the cafe car or the quiet car, but the quiet car is funny because I everybody like who's car. in the quiet car, I feel like by nature, everyone who is in the quiet car has some degree of gener- generalized anxiety disorder because <laughs> that's why we're all in the quiet car. Or they're just like a crank. Like yeah. they're they're gonna give you a dirty look if yeah. you do anything. And then there's always one person who bunch of rule followers in the quiet car. Yeah. And for good reason, because it's nice. Uh, but there's always one person who doesn't know they got on the quiet car. Yeah. And then they start having a phone combo and everybody is like, it's like, dude, like, this is dramatic, but it feels like you're planning to take. It's like everyone's looking at each other through the rows like there's like a hijacker <laughs> where everyone's like, who's going to go? <laughs> yeah. And then someone's like, I'm doing it. I'm going. And then they get up and they walk up and they're like, it's actually the quiet car in here if you could get off your phone. <laughs> Because they make announcements about it, which is cool. I like Amtrak, and they will they'll roast them on the goddamn intercom and be like, "By the way, this is the quiet car. You shouldn't be on your phone." But the people just not very, you know. They need to wake up. There's a um the there there's a bus that I sometimes take from my hometown to Boston when I have to like travel, um, and the bus is like they are so so like sticklers like I have never seen for they have a no phone rule like. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't talk on the phone on this bus, and it's funny because it's it's only an hour trip. Like it's not, it's not that that like makes it less annoying, but it's not like you're trapped in there with you know what I mean. Um, but they're so they're like so fastidious about it. If you even if you have loud headphones, they will like oh, yeah. be like, can whoever's using their headphones please turn their volume down? And then it's like, well, they can't hear you because they're using loud. Yeah, headphones. they're blasting it. But uh, the last time I was on it, there was like this persistent music and the driver kept being like whoever's music that is can you please turn it off you're not allowed to play music it's this is a quiet ride and it went on the whole hour and then we got there and the driver realized that the his radio was on. (laughs) 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 yeah Uh, he was uh he was mortified i feel like that was a that was a dark day for that guy he he really felt bad (laughs) i was uh i was at the cracked taping last night of a show and uh claro came i'm so bummed i had to miss that it was it was good it it looked great claro came was on it she was very funny but in the middle of her set someone's phone rang and it was a song it was like a song 
And, you know, at first she was just like, you know, just the classic. She was like, hey, you're going to want to pick that up or whatever. And then like she just like and everyone took a beat and she goes, who has a song on? Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, this guy's it was probably like Jaquan's tipsy. It was like, where is his phone from? You know, like the past? Who's calling? Yeah. You? Is it, do you have a ringback tone, sir? <laughs> yeah. Did, when somebody calls you, do they hear a song? Like, are, we, yeah. are you the last person using that feature? Um. <laughs> Anyways, we should say before we close the episode, we should address it. So yeah, $78. This is a great use. Uh, really, just a, most of these uses of this have been good. Of the context notes on a post. At mm, first, community notes, often very good. Yeah. So this one I love because it's just kind of that like bored online sleuthing where people said, based on the similar table, glass, chair, sheet, and cut of fries... <laughs> <laughs> this really is the, going deep. This is the Smokehouse Restaurant in Newark Airport Terminal A. The burger and fries cost seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars, <laughs> not a great price for a burger and fries, but you. I you're mean, an airport, that's pretty man. good for the airport. Yeah, and, it's and, not you bad know, like, to, for the airport. Sitting that's down, not bad at all. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's like as much as a burger at like PJ Clark's or something, and like mm-hmm. it's it's way less. Um, uh, yeah, you're probably right. But well, it's less than definitely not burger and fries for seventeen. You might be able to get the mm. burger. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But like, it it also doesn't look bad. Like the fries it looks pretty good. The fries look pretty good. I can't speak to the burger because you can't really see it. But I mean, like the bread. I feel the, the like bun that's looks the nice. trick of that's the trick of airport food though. That's another place where for some reason they can't make the food good. In my opinion, if it's I, fast food, they can approximate outside airport fast food but like i feel like i have sat down to a meal like this at an airport and been like how does none of this taste like anything i, I what, think it's what about the proximity to planes makes this food not i think it's good? you I th- <laughs> I, no i think it's like your mind your like mindset my mindset yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i'm impressed by this photo like the quality of the tomato and the greens are like both like very like I, that's part of it because like I want to understand getting burgers some places you're like I'm not eating your whatever lettuce tomato shit you got here because it's nasty it's wrong color but sure. um, I think also part of the thing is airports is I wouldn't be surprised if they like they just cook the shit out of everything because it's like it's like the food they give to the royal family they're like we cannot give anyone diarrhea or whatever mm, you know that's like the, true. the queen's like not allowed to eat clams because it's they're like it, you could kill you <laughs> or whatever they have like rules they, that they put a What's what's the opposite of a laxative? They put that in it. Uh, Whatever stops you up. <laughs> definitely not a fixative. <laughs> a fixative. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. If you spray a bunch of fixative in your asshole, it probably works the same. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, a, uh, we yeah. should. We it, should it's a stool, a stool hardener. Too. No, I have, I have no idea. <laughs> there is I actually. I think that's probably a, what it is. Yeah, they put stool hardener. They just, they just use coagulant for that as well. That's what they call that. <laughs> yeah. Also, no, it's something. But then it's a problem because then people go into the bathroom and they take fucking forever in there. It's not yeah. an emergency, but they're still just trying to Chopping trying to wood. let one loose and they can't chop the wood. <laughs> oh my god! Please, can we end this episode? Yeah. So, anyways, this barbell, uh, the restaurant has also uh, posted about it. They said eighty percent of that seventy-eight dollar uh, bill was your barbell. So it's clear he was just drinking Hammered. super expensive whiskey with it. And then is like, how? What is everything's too pricey? And it's like, yeah, if you're buying top shelf liquor, can you believe the price of a Macallan Twelve at the airport? This is outrageous. He thought that they would recognize that he was New York Times columnist David Brooks and give him free drinks. That's what he thought. He was like, surely the people at Newark Airport know who I am. Yeah, and I'm drinking on the house tonight. I'm a first responder in the sense that I respond to things online first. (laughs) 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 I deserve a break. 
All right. Yeah. Well, we kind of covered that. Time yeah, for plugs. I think we did. A I good feel job. like we hit like Time maybe two of the actual stories. We actually got to what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> that was us hitting them. Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at Patty Mo, at Kath Barbadoro, and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's where you can see us doing stand-up this week. I have a show September 26th at 8 p.m. at Slate, 54 West 21st Street. Uh, it's called Jackknife Comedy. It should be very fun. And there's a very good lineup. Um, so come to that. Uh, Jackknife Comedy on social media. I think that's how you get tickets. So I think that's my only show this week. Anybody else? I beefed it up. I have, if, if this is Monday, I did some shows in D.C. over the weekend when I was home at Hotbed Comedy. If you went to those, thank you. If you didn't, too bad. I just can't yeah, believe Slate's I'd... still open. That's my take on that. <laughs> and it has stand-up comedy now. It, I haven't been, but I've heard it's a really weird venue. Slate was that, a place so. that was open, like it was like a loungy club place, like when I moved to New York. That's like that yeah. is outrageous that it's still around. That's crazy. comedy at tonic. You should at come Mercury to the show. Lounge or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury Lounge. That's a blast from the past. Anyway, Patty, come to the show. Check out Slate. Uh if you, I had shows this weekend in Delaware that I literally just got booked on 24 hours before the shows happened. So probably none of you went to it. But if you did, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>